Welcome back to the Spirits Guide Podcast. I am Rich, your guide through the intoxicating spirits world. And this is another edition of Tuesday Night Tastings TNT. But really, it's not just another edition of Tuesday Night Tastings. This is, I recorded this episode at the store. Uh, I am joined by not only great friend of mine, great friend of the Spirits Guide, uh, Peter Thomas, but also Corey's in there as well. And we taste through uh, the smoke wagon that I had delivered right to my house. These guys are uh, fantastic. I just discovered this and it was through talking to one of my customers. And again, this whole sort of spirits community where we get to connect and share information and product and, and things like that. I was just talking to a customer who kind of mentioned to me that, yeah, you can get smoke wagon delivered right to your house. And I thought, well, that's weird. I've tried to get other whiskeys, you know, shipped to me and they don't. But for whatever reason, I don't know if they, I think they have a direct deal with FedEx or however it works. But yeah, you can go to the smoke wagon website, order a bottle, have it shipped right to your door. Perfectly legal. Everything's cool about it. That whiskey blew me away. Um, not only for you know how easy it was to order and, and get shipped right to your door, but then how great it turned out to be. And then Peter brought in a bottle of the Penelope 13-year cask strength light whiskey. Now, we talk a little bit in the podcast about light whiskey. Uh, I honestly was not familiar with sort of the, the classifications of it. I knew that it was a style that was created you know in the 70s 80s uh as the bourbon industry in america was attempting to compete with people switching over to vodka calling it a light whiskey truly does it a disservice because it implies that maybe it's lighter in body or lighter in flavor or lighter in something that's not it so while i didn't know at the time we recorded this the classifications on or sort of the differences between bourbon, rye, corn whiskey, and light whiskey. You know, bourbon is 51% corn in the mash bill, has to be aged in new charred oak barrels. Rye 51% rye, all the same rules as bourbon. Corn whiskeys have to be at least 80% corn in the mash bill and can only be aged in used barrels. So like mellow corn technically meets all the criteria for bourbon, only it's not aged in new barrels. The other thing is that when you're making bourbon, when you're actually distilling it, you can only distill it up to 160 proof and then go to barrel at 125. For light whiskey, you can actually distill it up to 190. So you can distill it kind of, I think the same levels as you know, Scotch whiskey will allow up to 190 proof. So between 160 and 190 is what you can distill light whiskey to. Uh, and then it can only be aged in either new uncharred oak or used oak, but it can't be aged in new charred oak. That would almost qualify it as a bourbon if it wasn't distilled to such a high proof. So there's the classifications on white, what light whiskey is. And those were the two bottles that we tasted. We get to taste them with Corey. It was awesome. And then we threw in a, a bonus tasting of the Barrel Spirits uh, Dovetail, which is one of my favorite whiskeys that I've got to taste this year. Um, great episode. A lot of fun to record. Um, 
again, live on the spot. So that's why it sounds a little different. We were actually just recording in the store off the cuff. Kind of what happened, happened. Hope you guys enjoy it uh, as much as I enjoyed tasting through it. Um, and yeah, if you're digging what we're doing here and, you know, I see the numbers going up every week. So go to the podcast page, give it a follow, give it a rating, share it out on your social media. Let your friends know that, you know, we're doing something cool here. Uh, follow on Instagram and Facebook where I'm constantly posting pictures of things that I'm drinking, music that I'm listening to, other things that are going on in my spirits world. You can also leave comments and reviews on both of those platforms. You can message me on both of those platforms as well. Or, you know, if you've got a sample that you're curious as to my opinion of, if there's something that I've tasted, you know, that you'd like to try, if you're over 21 and you're close by, I'll do the best I can to get you a sample of that. Yeah, you can hear the dog barking in the background. Um, if you've got an idea for a show, or if you just want to come here, hang out in the studio, geek out about movies, music, TV, books, uh, and drink some cool spirits, email me, thespiritsguide89 at gmail.com. I'll get right back to you. All right, guys, enjoy the episode. We'll uh, we'll chat with you guys on Friday with another full-length episode. Cheers. True. So when I ordered that, they have online. Can you get that. all three? So you can get that, which is the uncut, straight un, bourbon. Can you get the uncut unfiltered? The uncut unfiltered is sold out because it's not always How available. How about the straight? Can you get the this straight? This is the straight and then the, and small, then the small batch. batch. Right. So the small batch is probably the label you're thinking of. Yeah, that's the one um, I was looking at. And Those are the only two that I thought you could even order. Yeah, so you can order the straight, the small batch, and the uncut. The uncut is not always around available. Yeah. And I guess he just had kind of a scandal where the last release of it, it was all bought by bots. Wow, really? And so he had to rescind all the orders, and I followed him on Instagram. I, I missed that. And wow. he was talking about, like, how he's going to re-sort of allocate them out, mm. you know, because they just, I guess they used to just put it up online for yeah. sale, yep. like all the other ones, and yeah, somebody bought it all with bots, and then somebody emailed him and was like, hey, this is uh, something screwy is going on here, right. so he literally mm. canceled all the orders, and there was a post, maybe yesterday or the day before, about how he was going to release some through people who email him. Like yeah. he, he's got a pretty good email list. Uh, oh, he's got a good following. Yeah, no, I mean, Huge. it's a cool story. Yeah. And I didn't really know anything about it. Nor did I. Um, I know it's MGP Juice. Exactly. Uh, but they're bringing it back to Las Vegas. Right. They age it there. Yep, absolutely. On the top floor. And imagine you the drink heat. some whiskey, Carl? Imagine the heat there. Yeah, yeah. So they're all aged in the top floor of the Rick House. Uh, yeah, we're going to throw this down for a Tuesday night. Tastings, twofers. Um, first one we've got is Smoke Wagon. Okay. They get it from MGP. They bring it to Las Vegas. They age it in the top floor of the Rick House. So it's hot in the desert of Vegas as it is. To it's begin on with. the top floor. Um I don't know how old. There's no age statement on it, so it's at least four years. Four years, yeah, because um, there's nothing on it. 
super high rye, so it's 60, 36 rye. Yeah, get that on the four. nose immediately. Um, and it I'm was not, awesome. I've not had this. No, and like the website is very easy to navigate. And literally, I ordered it Friday afternoon. How quickly did it come? Yesterday. Holy shit. Five days. Awesome. $15 flat shipping fee. Yeah, you mentioned that. But, like, if we all we pulled could, in and we, we each bought a bottle, it would still up. be 50, 15 yeah. bucks for that shipping. So, the bottle was 35 bucks. Yeah, you can't. I mean, you can't go wrong. I'm telling you, when you taste this, this is a special $35 bottle of whiskey. Yeah, if you go on Reddit... There are, there are people chatting this up for, like, crazy. Isn't that good? Yeah, oh, you get the spice on this, man. 92.5 mm. proof. Wow. 35, you said? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's a big mouthful. Mm-hmm. I get, like, that wood... Like, you can just tell that thing was baking oh, in the hot desert. Yeah, if you don't, if of the you don't like oak, you're not going to like this. But what's great, and this tells you a lot about the blender, again, there's some youth to it, but there's enough mm. rye spice and, and other stuff where they're doing a great job of blending this. Yeah. I mean, that is... That's phenomenal. That's better than what I was expecting for that that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, me too. Like, <clears throat> I, I got home last wow. night and, I mean, we drank Holy shit. a lot last night. Yeah, we did. And then <laughs> I got home and, like, this was on the, the dining room table and I was like, whoa, oh, shit, here we go. <laughs> and I tore open the box and I poured it right away and I was like, whoa. That whoa. is... And again, for like for thirty five bucks. That's just crazy. And it's now. What's the small batch? Like forty five? I think forty five. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think the the uncut, unfiltered is like eighty or mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. And I've had a couple of versions of that, and they're outrageous. Mm. They're just they're beasts. But yeah, I you know that's the same. It's the same mash bill as Redemption, High Rye. But yeah, but what they're a doing, world of difference. Yeah, they're doing something very different. Yeah, it's the, the blending. And again, like the top floor of the Rick House in the Las Vegas desert. Yeah, can desert, you imagine like, the angel share that they're dealing with? Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, because you even get like that rich, <coughs> concentrated flavor, so. Yeah, this is a lot better than, honestly, I was expecting. Mm -hmm. Based on the reviews that I read, you know, they, the straight... A lot of people, and uh, you got the proof hounds mm. that, that are poo-pooing this. Mm. That's bullshit. Uh, yeah, I don't know how you can you know, you give can't. it a shit. Like, it's 92. Like, that's right. And to they me, could... it drinks above its proof. Oh, Actually, without a doubt. Without a doubt. And not because of the heat, just, like, the body and the toastiness. Like, that drinks like it's hunter-proof to me. 100%. If you had told me it was hunter-proof, I wouldn't question that at all. I will definitely be ordering uh, I, if you, more of if these. You, Anytime you guys want to go in, I'm in. I would, Absolutely. Because yeah. now I kind of want to pony up for the next one. Yeah, I, I want to uh, do. Yeah, I want to do the uh, small batch. Small batch. I would do one of each, just for comparison's mm -hmm. sake. Is that limestone? 
I believe so. I believe so. Yeah, that's from the vineyard. I actually walked that entire vineyard. So this, are you familiar with Penelope? Penelope? So we have the Penelope regular bourbon, which mm -hmm. quite honestly I'm not that impressed with. Yeah, that's um, top shelf in the back, right? Well, we have the barrel proof okay. in the back. Yeah. Um, and I just, the brand, like the, the base model is not good. I had all of it. What is Full disclosure, I went to Julio's last week or the week before, and they had the, the owner, mm -hmm. Zoom, because I'd never had any of it, so they did all three. I wasn't impressed. Yeah, no, the the regular I'm glad I base went model because is I, not it was good. A, it was it was very youthful. Yeah, yeah, it's it, young, it, but it, it showed through. Yeah, and it's only eighty proof. Like it's and it's contradictory to all my arguments about yeah. proof points. But like that eighty proof is like the Basil Hayden eighty proof. Like yeah, it shows I, that it's low in proof. I, it's it's a brand that. You know, people go crazy for the toasted. They it's go crazy it, and, for the barrel proof. And it's Jersey, so you got the kind of the yeah. Jersey vibe, and I could, I could yeah. give a shit about that. Um, my buddy Mike, you've met Mike Connell, yep. comes in here. Yeah. Uh, he's a rep for Old Elk right now. Mm -hmm. and I actually talked to him the other day, and he told me that Penelope had reached out to him. So I don't know if he's going on board hmm. with them, but he called to ask me what I thought. And it, to me, it's a brand like... Everything's a goddamn one-off. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's Kentucky Owl, it's Old Carter. Like, there's no base model. They're nope. just kind of cherry picking some stuff. And, and that's people... what this is. Now you this, I'm never curious be able, about. It. You will never be able to get this again, because this is. They, they call what did they call hmm? it? Three minutes. All right, let's pour it up for Corey and. Yeah, you guys can keep let going. Him, here, go ahead. Let him take a shot, and then we'll. Because, I'm assuming you've done your rabbit hole dive oh God, on yeah. the style and what exactly yeah, so this, a light whiskey yeah but it's 64 proof how is it I mean, well it's 13 years 64. but by by law and definition and rich can correct me but to be called an american light whiskey yeah it can't be first of all it's either unused oak barrels excuse me yeah it can be either first or they can't be new charred oak, okay. which is by definition. Kind of like corn whiskey. Yeah, like a corn. This And the mash bill is 99% corn, 1% barley. So the first thing you're going to get is that blast, in my opinion. I just got Whoa. buttered popcorn. And this is 13 wow. years old, so this was actually distilled by Seagram's. Before yeah. MGP. Before it was MGP, yeah. Before MGP. I'm just you curious. Get, like, like that coating, that, that sweetness, that big Oh, it's, to me, I told Rich not to lead the witness, but when I first popped it last night, I just got it last night. It's, to me, it's like a dessert wine. Because yeah. it's very sweet, mm -hmm. but I think it's fairly well in, it's got some other nuances and I, I, it's one that That's you don't want to pound down because I think it's interesting and it, it, it opens up after a while. That's why I wanted to get below the neck pour before I brought it in. I mean, somebody had to do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so light whiskey, I know, is a style. Coming out of Prohibition was a big thing. Oh, it was a big thing. Um, Absolutely. Because, 
Americans didn't want bolder flavors. And, and the U.S. government, the way I read it, they didn't even categorize a light whiskey until, like, I want to say, like, 1980-something. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that sounds about right. Because what they were going for is people had switched over to vodka. Exactly. And so they were trying to make a whiskey that could compete with the vodka. Right. And you had all this spirit. And you, like you've said on some mm -hmm. of your podcasts, you had people like a Seagram's that was making, and then that goes back to the Remus book, mm -hmm. where you had people making a shitload of spirits thinking after post-World War II, yep, yep. people are going to want to come back, and then all of a sudden Prohibition hits. Yep. And they're sitting on all this shit. Yep. That and the Korean War. When exactly. they thought they were going to shut down all the yep. distilleries, so they ramped up, which is how we ended up with bourbon. But, I mean, obviously, if you look at color, especially, yep. it put your Elijah... I, I, I took your barrel pick Elijah against this oh, side yeah. by side. But uh, then I watched reviews, and there's one guy who I actually follow. It's ADHD Whiskey, which okay. I think is funny. That's his moniker. And he's got a great palate. And he is convinced that some of the other whiskeys like this are, are similar in style. Yeah, I just... It's curious to me as to why... Well, I guess... If it was made by Seagram's, that would have been probably going into Seagram 7. Mm -hmm. And that's what it would have been made for, I guess. And then it gets lost in the shuffle. Like, how does that survive? These are questions that, like, I, I have about some of these one-off yeah, brands. Of all people, how did Penelope come across yeah. these? How, why them versus anyone else? Mm -hmm. Unless somebody said, wait a minute, Mashville, 99% corn? corn. Yep. So, you know, is, is it like mellow corn? That ain't mellow corn. Well, no. I mean, mellow corn, which I think is 80% yeah. corn in, yeah. the, in the mash. Um, and I know it, it's used bourbon barrels Correct. that they use. And it's bottled it's four in bond. Year, it's, it's four, four year. years because it's bottled in bond. Yep. And it's hunter proof. But does this does this taste below its proof point? I I think so. One twenty eight point four. There's no way I would predict. That's why I wanted to put this up against. Like I texted you, I'd love to put this up against something at the same proof point just to see how it would compare. It's sweet. It's very sweet. It's, it's a little one note. It's got me, like that corn cake. Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely. It to me, it's creme brulee. Yep. It's it's like custard. Yeah. Custard. Almost like cream corn. Yeah. Cream corn, kettle corn, buttered yep. corn. Any any adjective you want to attach yep. to corn. I mean, it's corn yep. for days. Yep. And yeah, I don't think it drinks one twenty four. Mm -hmm. But I also think it's got a little bit of, like, wood tan into it, too. I just love... I, I bought it because of the story. Yeah, no, I... For Seagram's to... Some... There were barrels sitting around, and some guy must have said, you know, is that for sale? 
And uh, yeah, sure. I would love to sit in on that process because you know, I've remarked about it before, even like the old Carters and some of these other and brands that's that are just based on one-offs. Like, how do they just walk in? Like, do they just shop the warehouse and go like, I'll take that barrel? Well, old Carter, it's funny you bring it up. They're saying there is, and I don't know which old Carter it is, but there's a relatively recent version of old Carter that somebody did the the deep dive and said it's some of the same juice. All right. Which makes sense. Yep. Because some of the old Carter is high corn content, mm-hmm. and there's some of that in the blend. And then there's one other that I was not familiar with, which is a light American mm-hmm. whiskey that's not as expensive as this. And it's, a, but you know how much old Carter goes for. Yeah, no, they're insane. And I had that's read an nuts. article. This is less than a hundred bucks. Yeah. I read an article a while back about how light whiskeys are coming back into fashion. Absolutely. And I think Absolutely. it's a terrible name for it. Like, Oh, that, go they on. call it something besides light whiskey. Because 100%. It just... It, it totally misrepresents the category. Yep. It's horrible. Absolutely And horrible. it could be, I mean, from what you're saying, like it could be referred to as a corn whiskey. Like it meets those requirements. Which to me is a better descriptor. It fits the category much better. And for people that like something that's a little bit more corn forward, mm-hmm. like a mellow corn or yep. something in that, this this fits the bill. All right. Have you tasted the dovetail that I gave you? No. Well. That's why I, I texted you. Let's do a bonus tasting. And I just figured this is where I read a review, a review last night of somebody doing a review on the dovetail and they were 100% convinced this is a some of this blend is an American light whiskey 100% because look at it it doesn't say bourbon no it doesn't say bourbon and why I'm gonna say why because some of it is Tennessee whiskey okay. in fact so it's a mix of good three point. whiskeys good point it's right. 10 year 10 year MGP that's aged in that was uh, ten year MGP in cab barrels. Yeah, done Cabernet Sauvignon. Done Cabernet. Correct. Eleven year Tennessee whiskey that was in LBV port barrels. Yeah. And eleven year Tennessee whiskey that was in rum barrels. So it's not a bourbon anyways because it's finished. Right. Yeah, you're right. You know, I mean, they could call it bourbon finished in. Because so many of the other barrels are bourbon by label. Yep. But you're right. I think that's it. I think that's it. It's the finish. You know, it could be the Tennessee whiskey. I mean, it could be. I mean, the 10-year MGP might be. I just thought it was kind of, this would be cool because the proof points were not that far off. No. This is 62. This is 64. This, this to me is... This may be my whiskey of the year. Yeah, you mentioned runner. that on the blog. Because to me, like, and again, I poo-pooed the seagrass because oh, I, I, you put it on the label, but I don't taste it. Yeah, this. if you're gonna if you're gonna finish it to your point when you did the the blog yesterday, mm-hmm. I want to taste what you're finishing. Yeah, it in. what you're promoting it, and and this to me, like I get. You the said cab, you got the rum too. The rum, big time. Um, I'm the getting pork. the rum on the nose. Oh, yeah. Black strap. Yep. Yeah, I'm getting that. 
like that burnt sugar molasses. Oh, without a doubt. This may be, other than the batch five when they first launched, that was finished in Amaro barrels yeah, and vermouth barrels. Like this is probably the best barrel I've tasted. I love the the nose on this. Mm. That's dessert all day long. Because you get, to me, I get like red fruit from the cab. I get the grapiness and the chocolate from the port. I get that burnt sugar. And I get the dark lot. chocolate from the port. Mm. Yeah. And they and they call they call the port. It's an LBV port. Yeah, but the type of barrel. Like a pipe? Yeah, a pipe. Yep. So it's a longer barrel. Yeah, and they're so the those staves are monsters. Are yeah. monsters. yeah. So yeah. I wonder what the surface area is like to a standard fifty-three gallon. I mean, they're bourbon barrel. I mean, port pipes are. Are they big? They're they're big. Yeah. Yeah. This is so much more complex than this. This just has more layers. Yeah, and I guess so. Which they do it every sense. year, and it's the same formation of the blend, but yes. different proof points every year. But yeah, that's... But this is so much... I mean, the dovetail, because I... You know, some of their special bottles, we're now, especially in secondary, you're talking two, $300 a bottle. Mm -hmm. This is approachable because it's less than 100 bucks. Yeah. yeah, it's 85 So the other ones are, are, like, ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, that's a winner for me. Yeah, you said you were going to hold off on this for your top 20. Yeah, yeah. I'm, now I, I, see, won't finish now it. I see why. Yeah, again, this, it doesn't drink 122. Like not it, at all. It's dangerous. Yeah, from a from a alcohol perspective, the irony is these are very much similar. I just mm. feel this is a little bit more desserty in one note. Mm. This just has more layers of complexity. If yeah. I had to do a comparison. Yeah, the barrel to me too is like that's a cigar whiskey. Like yeah, that big sweetness. Because if you look, they're very similar in color, mm -hmm. even though you're looking kind of at apples and oranges. And I wonder, like, I mean, the coloration, when you think of, like, finished in a rum barrel. Right. And finished in a red wine barrel and finished in a port barrel. Like, those combinations of colors, like, that's the color of the raw distillate. 100%. But now you're talking rum and port and wine. And they're doing well. them separately. Then they're then blending. blending. Yep. So... Mm -hmm. But then that's the that's why I think they're special because it's the art of the blender. Mm -hmm. How do you marry those mm -hmm. without it either becoming muddled, or to your point, and I agree 100 percent. If you're going to do a finished whiskey, I want to taste what it is. That what you're, you're finishing, finishing it. In. Yep. Otherwise, you're wasting my time. Yeah. 100 yeah. percent. And I don't. I don't even care if I don't taste it, but don't put it on the label mm. if it's not going to come through on the palate. Put it on the back label, like, hey, we finished it in this barrel. But when you put it up front and center and you promote it's finished in this type of barrel, I'm expecting that flavor, so I'm going to be disappointed if I don't get it. And interestingly enough, this is a, uh, an, another version of the dovetail because I read a review. This is the most recent batch. Yeah. 
because now this is a little tiny bit of a higher proof point because I read reviews of an earlier, they're, they're probably their first batch, they got mixed reviews. Mm -hmm. This one hit it out of the park. Yeah, no, that one's that one's a winner. So to to continually promote it, that's mm -hmm. something I would mention as well as this particular batch. Happy Cinco. Happy Cinco to you, my friend. This has gotten better reviews than their first mm -hmm. iteration. So that's important. Yeah. Do you have I have more of that, yeah. yeah. Yay!